Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Hello, Rebel Soul. I'm wondering how that feels to you when you hear that. I'm wondering how many of you listening to this are a true rebel. Perhaps have felt that way your entire life, or maybe you've held back for most of your life, but you're feeling it rising within you now. Now, as I record this podcast today, I was setting things up and getting ready, and I am not kidding when I say that about 30 Blue Jays showed up. They are flying back and forth in my trees, and they have been screaming at me. Now, Blue Jays, you know, do show up as spirit guides, spirit animal guides for some people, and they do for me as well. And they have many different messages that they come forward with. And so I'm actually going to read, this is out of um, Animal Spirit Guides. It's a book, Animal Spirit Guides by Stephen Farmer. I'm just going to read what the Blue Jays, what they come with, the messages that they bring to us, and then I will actually share what they mean for me. So a Blue Jay, here are multiple meanings. If you receive visits from Blue Jays or they show up on your feed on social media or you see them in magazines, it doesn't matter. You might see them as a sticker on a car. They will start coming around when they're trying to deliver a message. So here's a few of the meanings. Pay close attention to nonverbal cues that tell you when someone is trying to deceive you. Rather than just dabbling in the spiritual metaphysical realm, Choose a path to explore and go as far as you can with it. Whatever the situation that has triggered some fear, attack it boldly and courageously. Assess your main gifts and talents. Develop a plan as to how you can best use them and then take clear and purposeful action. And the last meaning in the book is choose one or two of the projects you started and finish them. So how funny. I actually thought it was, um, (laughs) I even get my messages while doing these podcasts. I know what they are telling me today. It is focus on the path, on on the way that I want to create the gifts that I have and go in one direction right now, which I am. I'm setting everything up for that right now. And then follow through and finish that. So rebel souls, they forge forward. They do not give up. They keep going. It doesn't mean that everything turns out perfectly when we're going in one direction. But what a rebel soul does is they find a way. Now, when I say that, I don't mean that we force things to happen. But we do our part in bringing our hopes and dreams into fruition. I know so many people that sit and pray. I mean, they do. They're clients of mine. I do readings for them. And they sit and pray for this or that to happen, and then they never leave their house, or they never do anything different. And I, I just tell them, you know, this is all about energy. So if you're actually, 
you know, stuck like concrete, just paralyzed in fear or of making the wrong decision, the universe doesn't take that as this is flowing energy and we're moving forward. The energy stand or the universe stands still with you. Because if you haven't heard my podcast about the universe, you know, mirroring us 24 seven, then go find that one. So a rebel soul, I've always been a rebel. Go figure, right? Um, born as a Baptist minister's daughter. I mean, I was even questioning my dad at six and seven years old when he would, I remember one sermon in particular, my dad was never, and let, let me just set the record straight here. I adore my parents. I love my father. I feel like he will be a saint when he gets to heaven, like he'll receive sainthood or something. He is the most loving, beautiful soul I have ever known. Beautiful, beautiful inside and out. And he has helped so many people. We just, you know, it's funny. Someone sent me an email one time and she goes, you know, you were telling me about your dad. She goes, you and your dad are actually doing the same thing. You're bringing people closer to God. So whether you call that God, universe, source, doesn't matter. And it just meant so much to me because she was right. There's not one way to bring someone closer to God. There's many different, there's people out there doing beautiful work everywhere. And they're bringing people closer to source, God, and that divine being within themselves that is connected to that or that was created from that. There's so many of us doing that work and bringing people closer to that. So I questioned my dad this one time. He was never, ever this fire and brimstone type of preacher. It was always a beautiful, loving message. A lot of times he would actually get choked up and not cry, but get choked up as he spoke, you know, about the love and God and, and heaven. And, and I do the same sometimes when I get in front of groups or when I'm speaking um, at events. It's just a, a loving feeling that gets you really choked up because you're actually connected with that unconditional love. But this one sermon, my dad was talking out of the Bible or speaking out of the Bible and reciting our, um, some scriptures. And I remember thinking, it, it, he seemed, it was more stern and it was about God being angry and that we are being judged and God's unhappy with us and we're sinners and we need to repent and all this. And, you know, we can't go to heaven until we do. And I'm just, as a six or seven year old, I knew within me, at least for my truth, that that was not true. Now, that's my truth. My dad's truth is different. Whatever, you know, he was taught to believe certain things, and that's his truth. But at six or seven, um, I actually went up to my dad, I think at home. I don't even think we were at church anymore. But I um, went up to him, and I said, you know, Dad, I, I, uh, I want to talk to you about your sermon today. <laughs> Here, I'm just a little girl. And he's like, yes. And he's listening. And I said, you know, I don't think that God is like that. And my dad's response was, you don't question the Bible. Like, that's what he was raised. You never question anything written in that book. And I was like, well, I'm not, Dad. I'm questioning you. And I know now how much that to him was disrespectful and probably hurt him. Um, I asked him recently if he remembered me questioning that. And his answer was very short. He's like, yes, I do. And then no more was said about it. So I still thought, 
you know, I realize that still bothers him that I questioned that. So I have been a, a sacred rebel, a rebel soul my entire life. But I see now, I realize now that I had to be because everything that I went through really has helped fuel me into this badass that I am now. And yes, I use that word a lot. That is what I consider myself now, badass light worker. Because a badass light worker, someone asked me what I meant by that. And I said, well, okay, this is my, only my take on it or what I feel or believe. I can only share that. I can't share what other people believe. This is my belief. For me, a light worker, there's so many light workers and they're spreading the love and light and they're taking care of others and they're um, making sure everybody's happy and they're carrying people on their shoulders and they're dragging people along. And that's still a light worker because they're spreading love and light. A badass light worker is someone who digs deep and uncovers the shit inside of them, the stuff that has been keeping them st sick, stuck, um, not getting where they need to be, um, causing the feeling of I have to take care of everyone else and that I don't matter, that I come last, this martyr type of belief. A badass light worker digs deep. They find a way to forgive. But it doesn't mean that, you know, I used to do this years ago. Angels, please help me forgive. Help me forgive this person. And it just wasn't happening. And just recently this year, I realized, like, I tap in and say, how do I heal this? Like, what do I need to do? Show me, tell me, whatever. I always call in my team. And I am not kidding. I got <laughs> that I needed to do a fuck you exercise. <laughs> so what this entailed is that I needed to picture everyone that I still had an issue with or sore feelings about or felt resentful or hurt by. Everyone who had hurt me that I hadn't been gotten over yet. And I had to literally picture them in my head that they were in front of me, standing in front of me. And I was saying things like, fuck you. And how, how dare you fucking do that to me? I mean, I, in my head, was screaming at them from my heart, though. I mean, I saw them in my head like a movie in front of me. But from my heart, I was letting them have it. And it was stuff that I should have said or wanted to say or wish I could have said. And I finally got to do it. It was like a soul telling a soul off. So I didn't have to be in front of them physically. And now, because I wouldn't do that. I don't want to hurt anyone, right? That's what we do. This was such a releasing and healing exercise for me. I can't even begin to, to explain the magnitude. So I did this and I was actually laying in my bathtub and I had Epsom salts in there and it was hot and I was, Epsom salt baths really cleanse you. They just help cleanse toxins from your body. Uh, and they also help me when I'm releasing emotional toxins. And so I was doing this while laying in the tub and I just began sobbing as I'm picturing each person coming in front of me and I'm telling them off like I wish I could, I would have a long time ago. And I just started crying and crying and the tears just finally stopped. I just let them flow. You know, I'm so big on, if you're releasing emotional stuff, don't stop it. Let it go. That's what we've been doing. We shove, we've been shoving things down for far too long. So I let them flow until they stopped. 
and my breathing started getting back to normal. And I realized how at peace I felt at that moment. I just laid there in this new vibration. I can't even, it's something you have to experience. I was just a soul at peace, finally. So to me, that's a badass light worker, someone who's willing to do that, um, someone who's willing to even dig deep for things that, you know, there's things I had to dig deep for and forgive myself for. So rebel souls, <laughs> I, I honestly got to say my little Rosie, my little peekapoo, she's a toy peekapoo. She looks like a little teddy bear. She's laying beside me and she is snoring. So I don't know if you can hear that, but I'm not going to wake her to stop her because she's just precious. And she's snoring over here having some kind of dream. But so rebel souls, sacred rebels, I'm just calling them the same thing. A lot of rebels are waking up now. I've had so many people reach out for either readings or mentoring sessions. I have people reached out have reached out for me to start coaching them and mentoring them because they are awakening to their abilities and they are ready to embrace them. Like so many people have been open since they were a child. And so they were fearful of it and turned it off or shut it down or pushed it away. And it is opening up now. It's literally like right now we are in this, we're in the veil. <laughs> we're just in this space in between worlds. I don't know how to explain it. So you might be feeling weird, strange. Um, those of you that are waking up or are opening up to your abilities might, you know, there's once in a while, I'll, I just sit there and go, I don't even feel like I'm here. Like, this is a weird feeling. I've never had that feeling. So I just embrace it. I'm like, hey, wow, that's pretty amazing. I don't know what's going on, but it doesn't matter. I'm not going to put a story with it. You just say, isn't that interesting? So I thought for today, since I was going to talk about, are you a rebel soul? Are you awakening to your badass self? Is your badass self wanting to come out? And sometimes we come out screaming. I mean, when I, my, I feel like when my badass self started appearing, I started saying fuck like crazy. And I'm going to tell you, first of all, I embrace anything now that makes me um, uncomfortable or that I've attached a story to. So growing up, of course, as a PK, fuck was not a word that was appropriate. I mean, I got in trouble if I said God. Like if I, if I said, oh, God, you know, just as a response to something, um, I actually got in trouble for that. So I just started saying fuck all the time, and I still do. I said it all the time because I was going to keep saying it until I no longer had a negative charge within me saying it. Now I just like to say it because it's fun and it is who I am now. Um, and I think it's funny. I'm saying it so much now, I feel, to desensitize many of you. So I'm trying to help you get out of your fucking stories, right? By being the mirror for you and throwing stuff in your face so that you can go, oh my God, like some people, oh my God, I can't believe she just said that. And she's, she's a spiritual person. So if you think spiritual people can't say fuck, you, uh, you got it all wrong. <laughs> so for this, for this, this podcast, I wanted to pull out my Alana Fairchild cards. Alana Fairchild, one of my favorite artists now. 
love her cards. She has a deck called Sacred Rebels Oracles. And goodness gracious, when I saw this, I knew for sure I had to have this deck of cards because this is me and has been my entire life. So Sacred Rebels by Alana Fairchild. If you don't have them, man, I'm telling you, you got to get these, especially if you're really sick of um, being... Uh, quote unquote, in the norm or expected to be the norm or that there's some kind of norm that you're supposed to be and you're ready to just shove all that bullshit to the side, then get this deck. I'm shuffling as I was just speaking, I was shuffling the deck. And so um, one card actually just stuck out. That's sometimes how I know when to stop. Sometimes they fall out. Sometimes I just know when to stop and pull a card. I am not surprised that this is the card that we got for today. The card is called Come to Life. Imagine that. It is a woman sitting on a floor in black and white. She's the, the, the picture is black and white. She has a crow on her shoulder, which for those of you that don't know, a crow means step into your power. Like it is time. You are powerful. Let's do this. She has a paintbrush and she is actually painting the color onto her. So literally it makes so much sense. The title of this card, Come to Life. And she is painting herself to life. She is doing it. So here I'm going to read what Alana Fairchild says here in the book that accompanies these cards. You are the most sacred of all sacred artworks. You are bringing yourself to life now, and this is how it must be. Of course, something being essential doesn't mean it will always be easy. You must support yourself and have courage during this process. Your monkey mind is not to run the show. It might have a lot to say, and at times it seems very convincing, but it is not the one in charge. Your mind can inspire you with ideas. However, it is the real you that speaks through, these, through your rebellious sacred heart and is living your life, not the monkey mind. The mind is not much more than a swirling of habitual reactions. Beneath habitual thoughts, there is a deep, sensual, creative, and energetic awakening happening to you. It is so far beyond what the mind is now capable of controlling. Others might not like it because it shakes things up. Coming to life tends to do that, you know. However, it is happening now, and the only real choice you have to make is how to deal with it. I I'm sitting here giggling because you really cannot make this shit up. Everything I just talked about, and this is the card that we get. It is crazy. This is how being in the flow works. All right, so I'm going to keep reading here. Coming to life means feeling. It might bring joy, but it could equally bring sadness, rage, or fear. It could bring all of these and more. Feelings will come and go quite swiftly when allowed to flow. You might need to paint, write, enact rituals, sing or dance your feelings to help the energy flow. Don't hold back. Create the space for yourself to do it. In this process, you are uncovering the artistry of the universal creator. You are honoring the sacredness of life by exploring it without restraint, and that includes the flow of your feelings. 
You don't have to do anything with them other than express. You may want to analyze or you may not. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you are getting in touch with feeling. Learn how to access your feelings. Learning how, I'm sorry, learning how to access your feelings allows you to learn how to access your intuition, creative inspiration, and general internal guidance. These aspects flow from the same place and are often couched within your feelings in the form of emotions as well as physical sensations. The journey underneath the mind and into a sensual, emotional connection with your feelings, emotions, and body is a sacred purpose. It is a part of your path. You are one of the sacred but powerful minority that has chosen to come into a body and live consciously within it. That may seem like it applies to everybody, but when you experience it for yourself, you will realize that this is actually rather rare. There are plenty of bodies without a spirit really residing within to care for, love, and honor them as a sacred animal. Fortunately, this minority is powerful enough that it can keep human culture in balance. But only just. We need every single one of us that is capable to be aware of the task and move beyond the mind and into the body. To come into your sensuality, you will need to anchor your experiences. You may be blessed with relationships that are conscious enough to be interested in your journey in a constructive rather than controlling or undermining way. If so, talk, converse, share with them. If not, then you will need to be more resourceful in how you support yourself through your awakening process, at least until you attract some more conscious connections into your life. It is likely that these connections are already on their way just because you are working with the energy of this oracle deck. You can support your own process by scheduling time for yourself and keeping to it like you would the most important date with destiny. So get to writing in your journal. Do your dances, paint your pictures, create your creations. Be kind to your body, Listen to it and let it be alive. Even in times of pain, know that there will also be ecstasy and bliss as the process of healing and awakening continues. The message of this oracle is be alive. Don't imagine that you can go back to sleep. You are far too awake for that now. There is no falling back into old ways. If you do so, it will be short-lived and you won't feel the same as it used to. You may grieve this. You will certainly eventually celebrate it. You have crossed the threshold from, from an old way of being in an old life and try as you might, you cannot return. It is better to let it go. Grieve if it needs be. Celebrate if needs be, or do both and move on into this moment. There is another adventure awaiting you now. 
you need a deeper connection to your own instincts, your own body, feelings, and intuitions so that you can receive this new calling. You can trust in it too. Embrace it and it will embrace you. So my friend, that totally makes sense with the message I started with. An awakening is happening. It is far easier to embrace it than to resist it. So many of us are losing friends, family members, people are being removed from our life, or maybe we even feel that we've left situations. Please know that this is in divine order of your path. Oftentimes the universe is removing things and people from our lives. Just take a deep breath and allow it to be and know that everything is working in your favor. Even when it doesn't seem to be, the universe is getting things ready for you. There are magnificent things on the horizon, I promise. Stay in the light. Be the change that you want to see in the world. But more importantly, be the change in your own life. All right, my love. I have so enjoyed this time together. Thank you for listening. Uh, before I hop off, I'll just let you know some things that I have coming up. I have been praying and asking for guidance on how I can support all of you even better. And I am going to be starting a monthly membership. I am working on it now, currently, and I have hired a virtual assistant to help me get it all together. So it would be us as a tribe working together, manifesting amazing shit, <laughs> staying in the light, being badass light workers. Check on my website. Um, I don't have a date, a launch date, because I still have to get the date figured out with her, but I am hoping for um, October, the 1st of October. It'd be a blast to have you in it. The tribe that has already been forming from my spiritual boot camp is amazing. The energy is palpable. We keep each other going. And that is, uh, my boot camp is four weeks long. And that's kind of where you get a taste of what it would be like to be with me from then on, that very close encounter. We do have a live Facebook group. Um, I'm sorry, private Facebook group that I'm very active in. And um, we really move forward as a family. Now, one thing about this um, monthly membership is that I do have a stipulation, or I will, that you have to take my um, spiritual boot camp first. I'm going to have it super cheap so anyone can take it. I want you to have the groundwork done before you get into that other group. But the spiritual boot camp, keep your eyes open. I'm actually changing the name to 30 Days to Miracles. So the 30, it'll be all explained on my website, but I wanted to let you know in advance that all of this is be going to be coming up and that you can have your radar up. You know, if it's something that sounds like, gosh, I want more of Julia than just um, these weekly podcasts. I want to like have this daily stuff with her. So thank you for listening. I am grateful for you. 
and keep on rocking it out, you rebel souls, okay? We got this. We must rise. All right. The divine light in me recognizes the, the divine light in you. Namaste. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family and friends. And be sure to visit Julia's website at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag, including meditations, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. It's free. <laughs>